Hello, everybody. Hello, masters of your own destiny. What's going on? Welcome back to my basement. I'm Francisco Suarez, your host, and this is from Suarez Basement. You know, I always wonder where you are listening from, right? Are you in the car, maybe driving and stuck in traffic and listening? Are you maybe in the gym using the treadmill or are you maybe at home cooking some dinner? Hey, doesn't matter where you are. The important part is that you're giving us your time and your company, and that means the world to us. It's through that energy that we receive from you, our audience, that we keep working hard and putting the love to create this crazy adventure called from Suarez Basement. So thank you so much for tuning in. I want to remind, if you're new, uh, you know, welcome, that you can go to our website, www.fsbasement.com where you can find the entire library of the conversation that we have with the experts in the communication media and the arts. Again, www.fsbasement.com. I'm talking about experts. My goodness, do we have an expert today? Of course we do. She's a Grammy Award winner, Billboard Award winner. She is, in fact, the pioneer of Latin music crossover in the U.S. She's the recipient of the Kennedy Center Award. And most recently, she has been awarded as the only Latina woman to be accepted in the Songwriter Hall of Fame. I'm talking about the one and only Miss Gloria Stefan is with us. And ask me if I'm excited. I am very, very excited. I cannot wait to have this conversation with Gloria Stefan. It's a dream come true. And before we go there, I want to take the time, of course, to send PBS in Central New York, WCNY, for their partnership. It's thanks to that partnership that we can come to you every two weeks. So WCNY, thank you so much. And thanks to you, of course, the audience, for tuning in. Let's start this conversation with Miss Gloria Stefan right away. Thank you for tuning in. This is a new episode of Francois Spaceman. Here we go. Well, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm incredibly excited. I'm a big fan, of course. Uh, like, you know, all, all Latinos who grew up in the 80s and the 90s. And it's, 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 for me, this is like unbelievable. You were a child in the 80s. I was kind of a child, yes. I'm, I'm, I, I, I still jump by heart. Like, that's, that's, yes. what, it's, <laughs> that's what they say. The kids love the music. It was awesome. You know, but in these days with all the artificial intelligence, I'm like, is this, I'm so in awe that I'm talking to you. That I'm, is this real Gloria Stefan that is talking to me? No, this on is my, my AI profile. AI. Well, let's There's put you, whole subject. Wow. I'm going to put you in a test. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions to see if you really are Gloria Stefan or somebody all right. else. Okay. Let's hope what, I know the answer. What was Gloria Stefan born? Havana, Cuba, Marianao, in La Covadonga. Oh, that, that was too easy. Okay, a uh, full name. Gloria Maria Milagrosa Fajardo Garcia Montaño y Perez. Wow. Uh, were you Mi one hermana. of those? Yeah, were you that one of those kids that when your mom was uh, mad with you, used the entire full names? Oh, absolutely. Well, Cuban mom isn't going to. Gloria Maria Fajardo. <laughs> Although I was rarely in trouble. But yeah. she did have, she had different names for the different things she wanted me to do, like if we were watching TV on the couch and I and I heard Glory Mari, I knew that meant she wanted a cafe con leche and I was the one to make it. That is so if funny. she called me Yoyi, she was probably going to ask me to sing for her friends. That is fantastic. So, yeah. yeah, when my mom used my last name, I, I normally have to run out of the house. 
if he, he if she say Francisco Absolutely. Jose Suarez mean wrong because you are in trouble. <laughs> oh my God. Well, and, that doesn't happen much anymore. And uh, okay, so just final question to verify uh, if you are who you say you are. How you and your husband met? We met at a mutual friend's house where I was, we we're putting a band together for one night and the friend's dad worked at Bacardi with Emilio. So he asked him to come give us pointers. And I was sitting on the floor and there was a knock at the door and it opened and I saw a pair of bare legs and an accordion because I was on the floor and he was in shorts. <laughs> <laughs> his mother had made for him. So that's our official meeting place. And who is, who is your new favorite podcaster host that you met? My favorite podcast. Well, you, of course, in your basement, which is very nice for a basement, I must say. Thank you so much. You know, I, one of the things about you that is fascinating is you're so versatile. Like, you are an actress, you're a singer, you're a songwriter. And I want to talk a bit, a little bit about songwriting because I don't think a lot of people know you as a songwriter. Uh, in fact, you're going to be, uh, in in this month, you're going to be actually... Uh, Pointed in the, yes, congratulations! The scriptwriting hall of fame, uh, which yes, is yes, uh, songwriter hall of fame. Songwriter. Fantastic! Congratulations in that. That's a big one for me. Yeah, because again, you know, it's so, I think it's so difficult to write a good songs, and I want to pick your mind of what is that process? How you start writing uh, a song uh, when when you decide you're going to sit and write a song? You know, I wish there was a formula there. They're like your children. Each one is different and unique in a way, and each song is born from a different circumstance. But um, there's the craft of writing where you look at something and you know that it, it can be better and you dedicate yourself to making it better. There's inspiration. Uh, my first number one, Anything For You, was in, it just came through me. I have the page that I wrote it, and it's like verbatim. There's hardly any changes in it at all. Um I'm working on an exciting project with Emily now and songwriting is my favorite thing to do because it's, it's really the closest thing to my nature. I, mm -hmm. I loved it. I did poetry as a kid and I did a lot of parodies, which are fun to do. And it's a writing thing, a tool. So when Emilio asked me if I, if I wrote, I go, I think I could do it. And the first song I wrote was I, Actually, I wrote it like a ballad, but it, we put it as an up-tempo on the B-side of the single. And I've pretty much written everything. I've, I've recorded everything I've written since then. But I'm not like Diane Warren, for example, gets up every day, goes to her writing room, and will not leave without writing a song. Mm. I She's not married. She doesn't have kids. That's a big <laughs> part of it, too. Um, we do a multitude of things, but... I prefer to focus and be in a private, quiet place, space that you won't get bothered. I just wrote two songs recently in Vero Beach. Uh, Emilio didn't come, so I was there with my dogs and Miriam. And I took the time to just sit and you need inspiration. That's key. You need to have an idea, a spark, uh -huh. you know, be it um, a hook sometimes. And then the song is born from that, depending on your feelings um if you're writing specifically for something obviously that's a different story you have to focus on what you're writing for if it's a character or, or somebody that's going to sing it specific um 
the thing I tell everybody, it's got to be honest. You know, obviously it's impossible to have had every experience in the world, regardless of how we all try to, you know, but I'm an observer. Like I absorb everything that happens around me, what people tell me. I'm like, a, people call me, I'm their psychiatrist. So, you know, I, I hear a lot about emotions. We talk a lot about them and you get an idea of, about something and you let it have I also give the song freedom. I may, it may have started in my head as one idea and developed along a different route. And you have to give yourself that freedom too, to follow mm. that process. Um, everybody has their own thing. I'm sure, you know, their own. But I think, I think you, you do. It's two things that uh, catch my attention uh, listening to you. One is you need to be honest. I think that's such a important part of everything in these days, right? When we are so consumed by so much noise out there, uh, honesty is always a key to a good thing. You cannot pretend to be somebody that you are not. Tell me a little more about that. Well, people can cop that in two seconds. They don't know. You ask somebody why they like a song, they may not understand the reasons, but the main thing is that it moved them. It touched them emotionally somehow. And for that to happen, it has to, to have come from a real place. So from something, it may not be exactly what's happening in the song at the moment, but the emotion has to have been felt and had. And, you know, uh, you can't write what you don't know about. So you can try. You can try, you know, a formulaic type thing. If you're trying to write for what's happening at the moment, you're two years behind. And now even now there's less of that problem because everything is pretty instantaneous. It doesn't take as long as it used to take. But I'm very curious to pick your brain, especially with young generations that want to, you know, in course in, in music and, and songwriting. Uh, the business have changed a lot uh, thanks to, of course, digital era and streaming. I mean, yeah. like I say, I grew up with uh, cassettes, uh, tapes, and uh, yeah. records. And I remember those. Yeah, I have I one. Know. I remember the eight track in my car. Yeah, that's crazy. But it but it moved so fast. It, it's just incredibly yeah. because we're not talking about. I mean, we're talking about what thirty, yeah. thirty-five years. Yeah. Uh, the technology how, has sped up. Yeah. So, how do you think the industry? I mean, are you still in the industry, which is the beauty of it? How do you think have that changed and how a stream of music and digital era have changed your business as a musician, as a songwriter? Well, I think every musician and songwriter will know that it hit everybody's checkbook, number one, big time, because there were laws that you would get 7.7 .7 cents per mechanical, you know, uh, of your song. And if you had a few songs on an album, that was for each song. So it was a way of streaming. The good thing is the Music Modernization Act and they're working on the American, uh, the Fairness Act as well, so that singers would be paid, not just songwriters when they play F FM radio. It's different. You got to go with the flow. You, you can't go backwards with technology. I remember when Napster came out, I called Tommy Matola and I told him, you need to be Napster. You need to, Sony needs to, you know, put uh, songs where kids can download them and sell them now before they get used to getting it for free, because that's mm. what they're doing. Mm. And they thought that they were big and they couldn't be taken down. And look, it happens because you can, the consumer will tell you what they want. And, you know, it's very convenient streaming, mm. you mm. know, so... There, we will adapt, and then as new legislation makes it better for the writer. But what I tell people is this, you know, 
if you're a writer, you're going to want to write. It's great when you're a success and you might need a day job now, mm-hmm. you know, like way back when in the industry. Uh, but, you know, you can tour, but to tour, you need music for people to know it. So it's like a catch 22. You have the freedom of not needing a record company because you can put your own stuff out, but everything is so fragmented that you still have to get the voice out. And, you know, how do you mm-hmm. get heard and known? It's a challenge. I, I, I Gloria Stefan, thinking about touring in some point, uh, is something there that catch your attention to come back to? Is, is, is a, I, I know it's a lot of work, uh, so I don't yeah, know boy, if... It's a, yeah. It's a lot of work. Look, I do it differently. We've... We were gonna. We were getting ready to go out in 2020 because we were gonna do these three uh, things for my foundation and stuff. And we said we got to put together a show. Let's do a tour. Then that happened. We don't even. Mm-hmm. Have, it's 2020. Imagine it was like in February of that year we were doing this. And then everybody went out on the road after. So to get venues. And if I go out, I'd love to take Emily, drag her with me. Like that would be a great double bill. That would and, be uh, awesome. Well, I'm yeah. talking about Emily. I know you guys are actually co-hosting together and uh and with Lily Stefan too. We uh, did, we did for Facebook Watch. And yeah, how was that? Emmy. Oddly yeah. enough, the hair girl won the Emmy. So yay for Georgie. Yeah, how was that? Our hair won an Emmy. All right. Um it was really good. We did it because we felt that being a, f- a family that is known by people. Mm-hmm. It was a good opportunity to make a difference by, you know, speaking about things that Latina families, most families don't really sit down and discuss and need to be talked about. And uh, we thought we could be of service in that way. And it was. It turned out great. Right when we finished our second season, they they changed to Meta and the whole team that was with us. Mm. There were big changes. So, um we didn't uh, continue, but we had two seasons, 20 shows. People still watch them, and we're happy they're, they're there. How important, and, and for everybody to hear out there, is perseverance in order to make it, in your own experience? Yes. In my own experience, I can tell you that I have done the exact opposite of that mm-hmm. my entire career, because we've been presented with a million offers. And I look at that thing and I go, okay, it may give you this in the short run, but what happens down the line long-term, you know, we have children and and a grandchild and we have a people that are constantly saying how they feel we represent them and all this. So there is a bit of a, of a, a bit of pressure, Mm. you know, be the best you can be, um, we worked on Mitera for five years mm. and everybody was thought we were crazy that at the peak of my popularity as an American, you know, uh, mm. English speaking singer, I would do a completely Spanish language album. And both Emilio and I felt that contrary to this, that people are fans, the people that listen to us, we're going to be curious about where that, you know, mm. came from, mm. that we were able to do it and, uh, they were going to really like that record. And, you know, Tommy Matolo trusted us there and he, but that was five years in the making. We were on tour, get on your feet. We we're on the tour bus, you know, getting Juanito Marquez and we compiled the best of the best Cuban musicians. So that also took some organizing. So 
you can't make that kind of record overnight. Yeah, could mm-hmm. I sit here and do a loop and write a song and produce it? Emily produced her album in two months by herself in her apartment in college. Mm. So can you do it? Yes, but things that are going to stand the test of time and and be unique enough to stand out through all the ins and outs of the industry because things you know change so and how how about rejection how how because the thing i I would like to go back in time and if you can remember how difficult in some point i guess it was to to really uh, pull you out there and be sure that you know rejection i think is something that we all experience i I would like to uh, uh, compare and contrast rejection of the young Gloria Stefan and rejection now. How do you deal with those two? If you're going to deal with rejection, it happens more during, you know, your early years when you're trying to break through and do something new. And whenever you have something new, advertisers tend to go to the status quo, who they think their audience is and want to pander to them so that radio would, you know, choose a lot of what got played. Um, We got told that our music was too American for the Latins and too Latin for the Americans. And I remember, because the guy in the play kind of composite character, but this guy, we had just been signed. Uh, it was to the, of course, uh, Sony Discos, but we had Dr. Beat and we believed in it a million percent. And we're sitting talking to him and he says, you're not going to be able to compete, you know, on the world market. And I'm like telling him, then why did you sign us? Emilio's kicking me under the table. <laughs> but To me, rejection never took away my complete, you know, belief that the music was going to work and these people just happened to be in our way and we need to find a way around them Mm -hmm. because they were in a position that, you know, you needed to take into account. But Emilio and I have been our best cheerleaders. And when we knew something, we had a focus group every gig. It was people from all kinds of different cultures. And we literally played conga before we recorded it. We played it live, testing it at the gig. Mm-hmm. And people would flock to the dance floor like it was a hit already. You believe in something you're doing, you got to stick with it. Do you think your experience, I, I understand that you graduated in in, in psychology. And, yes. and you say just a couple of minutes ago, you say that you're a, a people reader. You, you, and it's funny because I love... I love humans. I, I just find humans the most fascinating things in the Me world. The good ones and the bad ones, right? They um, tell you so much, right? With their body when you really listen and watch. Yeah, it's just fascinating to me. Uh, do you think that contribute to your success, the fact that you know how to deal with people in a different way that maybe other people wouldn't? That might help, but it's not because I studied psychology, although that helps. Mm-hmm. What really helped me a lot was I had to spend two months where I couldn't talk. They, I had a, it was a, it ended up being a uh, burst blood vessel, but it looked like a cyst and they couldn't see. So the doctor, I had to stop a tour was the one before the one that stopped for my back. But Mm -hmm. um, I had to spend two months where I could not speak. So you would not believe what a difference it is when you're actually listening to someone because you know that you can't speak. So there's nothing you can contribute to the conversation. And I learned so much observing people and watching them speak to me and not having my brain trying to formulate a response or an answer, which automatically takes you out of listening. So 
I would say I learned a lot to listen to people's cues a lot more and clues and um but yeah, I find it fascinating. It's you know, there's always a better way to deal with people. That yes. there's always, you know, um something well, that's gonna And I, and I think one of the problems that we're living lately uh is that we are losing the capacity to communicate, but we are losing our capacity, the willingness to listen. Uh, and that is, is, is sad and it's dangerous because when you have a society that is no longer in the, in the willingness to sit down and really hear what you have to say, you cannot move anything. It's just, it's just a, a game that doesn't, you know. We're in a tough moment. Truth has gone out the window. There's no such thing. It doesn't matter what causes, what creates the truth is no longer respected or it's, it's an odd moment. And I'm sure we'll come out of it eventually, but right now it's like when someone has a position, you, you cannot move them through logic or through, you know, facts or there's no facts. It's like, well, you say that, but I say this. <laughs> right, right, right. It's a it's a difficult situation. Changing subject to something more yeah. more lightly, but um, the queer community, especially the Latino queer community, love you to pieces. Uh, no, and, yeah, and I'm I'm like, what 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 is about Gloria Stefan? Is certain artists that the queer community? It seems that they have an affinity and 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 that you care for the community. Are you aware of that of that relationship that you have, yeah. and why do you think that happened? Absolutely. Look, from day one, the queer community now is queer. It changes. You got to figure out what is the new. Yeah. Um, they broke our music before anybody would play it, like. The, uh, Pablo Flores, he used to play a bachelor's. He, before there were 12 inch records, um, he would take our actual records and do these amazing mixes. And when we went to Puerto Rico, they told us, you got to go to this club. You got to hear this guy. And we heard his mix and we said to him, look, we can get a, you know, a board here in Puerto Rico. We, we don't have money, but we'll pay you on the back end. And he created the Dr. B 12 inch and Conga and all those and helped shape the single really so it was born in the gay clubs and um you know to me it's always been they've asked me they used to ask me and i would say you know marriage should be allowed for everyone you know it's it's, it's a contract mm-hmm. I've, I've always supported them and now i didn't know i was gonna be although you always you have two kids it's gonna be one or the other sometimes both <laughs> um no, it was, you know, I'm happy to support Emily. She's a strong, super intelligent, incredible musician and amazing human being. And so That's is myself, awesome. by the way. Yeah. They're great people. They're humble. They're, you know, they're good people. Yeah. That's they're all great. what it matters. It's, 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 uh, and for all the uh, Latino queer folks out there that are listening to us, I mean, uh, it's, it's no other than Gloria Stefan who's telling you that you will be fine. Things will be fine. And you just need to find your path because. Uh, uh, Absolutely. But it, oh my God, again, it's a rough moment. It's. Yes. yes. You look at what happened with the Supreme Court. It's a tough moment. But um, that's why we did the show on Facebook Watch. One of them was about Emily coming out and although she hates saying coming out. She says, you shouldn't have to come out. You don't come out as straight. 
which is true. <laughs> it is true. You don't sit somebody that down and say, Mom, Dad, I'm in love with this with boy. Guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. That's so exciting. That's yeah. 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 It was yeah. Nice. Gloria, I don't have really like, it's just amazing to me that somebody, uh, again, in, in your level, I'm in the basement of my house. Uh, you know, I'm I, in the I, library of my house. There we go. And I'm a big We're believer. <laughs> opposite extremes yes. of the house. But I'm a big believer that things can happen if you just put the effort and the time. I mean, I've been able yeah. to have conversation with people that I admire so much from literally thanks to the technology. And it's a way to prove my students that, again, if you put the perseverance, the constant, you know, you, you, you put the work, you will get exactly. what, what you And if want. you don't try, hey. how do you know? Exactly. So I'll tell you why I said yes, because I really want to, with this part of my life, um, talk more to kids and share more of whatever in some way I can help them or, you know, give them things that I've gone through. And when I saw what you do and, you know, it goes on PBS and all the colleges. It's a great opportunity for me to also reach them. So I appreciate that so much. And you're, that. by the way, you're named exactly like our mayor in Miami. I know. I know that. It's nothing to do with me, but <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> nothing to I do with me. <laughs> Listen, I was Listen, in congratulations on what you do. I'm, I'm, Excited to be on your show. And I oh, hope. wow. I, I appreciate that. And, well, it's a pleasure to have you. I'd with rather us. do another movie, quite honestly. Oh, I'm talking about movies. You were in The uh, a Father of the Bride. Yes, yes. I was a very uh, dear friend of mine, uh, Pedro Damian, which was I the... Love him. Yeah, he's a fantastic guy. He gave me the best gifts, this little journal and these little things. He's very poetic. He's very, like, Yes, he's very connected. spiritual. He's a, he's a, he had become a very, very close friend, and, and I love the movie. I think it was a fantastic version of the movie. I, I just, it was such a good you feeling. Worry, you worry, because whenever you touch a, you know, like a classic, you know, Andy Garcia and Gaz Alasraki, who's an amazing director, and they they really took a lot of care that it not fall into the, you know, the typical generalizations and stereotypes and easy laughs. You know, it was mm -hmm. full of heart. And they were very careful with the script. And thank you so much for all the love and the care and, and for taking the time to be with us. Uh, please say hi to the family from me. Say, I, you know, I, I have this great chat with this. Uh, I, 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 people sometimes feel like my accent, I fake my accent and say, No, that's so what accent? What accent? What are you talking what accent? about? <laughs> so, my, is can my... I say something to the kids before I go? Yes, we, we need you, kids. You know, you have to take over and do, do things in a better way. So, you know, we are counting on you. And you got to be strong and organized and keep your tools sharp and keep studying because the more you can prepare yourself, the more you will be able to speak with anyone anywhere. Thank and you I tell for everyone, that message. We're all just flying by the seat of our pants. I used to think someone somewhere knows what they're doing. Well, you know what? They don't. No one knows what they're doing. They're trying their best. So we need your best. And, uh, I'm excited that all of you are studying and, you know, I hope that all of you find your dreams and, and uh, everything you want to do and do it because you love it, because, you know, it 
what we do entertains everyone and you know it helps a lot in their life and it's it's a responsibility and a privilege so i hope that you all find what gives you passion each day to get up and say yay i'm going to do this and if you got to do something for a while that's not that fun well bite the bullet and yeah. you know just get ready to do better and better with by preparing yourself right. just you got to do it that's the thing you know it's not just say oh i wish i dream or what you got to do it yeah. that's Gloria, thank you so much for being with us. And it's a pleasure. And of course, uh, you know, our followers and listeners, uh, thank you for your time and all the best and good health, which is the most important part. And uh, we will see you soon, okay? Absolutely. Good health is the most. Bye, everybody. Bye. Uh,